What's going on, everybody? So I want to let everybody know about my new merch brand. Okay, so I just got one of my new t-shirts that came in yesterday. The reason why I created this brand was because I wanted everybody to think about allowing the stock market to pay for everything that you need. So if you want to go on vacation this summer or go on vacation later this year, don't pay for it, trade for it. If you need to pay for your daughter's tuition, don't pay for it, trade for it. If you want to get an investment property, a beach house, or whatever your life truly desires, don't pay for it, trade for it. If this is a brand that you want to be a part of, that you want to rock, look, go to www.tradeforyourself.com, click catalog, and go look at the products that I have. On top of that, I've got free shipping on all orders. So this is the perfect opportunity for you to rock up on a t-shirt like this. Look, remember, don't pay for it. Trade for it. I'm going to catch y'all later on the other side. Um... I'm going to go ahead and kind of start talking about kind of what I want you guys to what you guys are, um, kind of get from this. So I'm going to talk about earnings because earnings are very, very important. We've had some big earnings already come out this particular week, but we, but, but we got a big dog reporting tomorrow that I believe that we need to highlight the Fed. The Fed raised interest rates again. What does that mean? Like, what does that mean? Um, the jobs reports coming out Friday as well. And what has the market been doing? Like, like what has the S&P been doing? What has the NASDAQ been doing? So it's very interesting, y'all. AMD, ticker symbol AMD. If you don't know about AMD, AMD is Advanced Micro Devices. It's a semiconductor company. A semiconductor company, they design CPUs and GPUs. And the stock got hit. The stock got hit significantly. And the stock is down 9.22% just today all the way down to $81.62. Now, I was going through their earnings report and it was very, very interesting and surprising to see AMD not come through on so many of their metrics. Um, the, the reason why the stock got hit is because Wall Street was very disappointed in their results and, and they did not expect that. So what happened with the results? So their revenue was $5.4 billion this quarter but that's down 9% year over year. So the revenue is down 9%. That's not good. The gross margin was 44%. That's down from 48%. So the amount of profit that the company had been generating had went down. The company had a loss in the quarter. The company had an operating loss. So the company had a $0.09 cent loss per share compared to a $0.56 cent gain per share last year so the company had a loss operating income down a hundred million dollars so the company was losing money this particular quarter which was which was this right here like down 118 percent from a net income perspective and down 116 percent from an eps perspective that is something that i was not expecting when i got these amd numbers okay if you look at the revenue, like let's talk about what the company did last year. In Q1 of last year, the company did $5.9 billion. In Q2 of last year, the company did $6.6 billion. Now, I think that it's also going to be very, very hard for the company to exceed expectations for the next quarter. So not only 
did the company disappoint in this particular quarter. The company also delivered bad guidance as well. So the company is saying that that they will probably only be able to get $5.3 billion in revenue next quarter. That's projected to be down 19% year over year. So the company is really truly going in the wrong direction from a year over year standpoint and from a sequential standpoint. So, you know, we see that, you know, the revenue was coming down, right? But I want to talk about the different segments and why it's particularly coming down, right? So, the data center segment was pretty much flat year over year. They had 1.3 billion last year, 1.3 billion this year. AMD has very, very big customers, y'all. Customers like Facebook is a customer. Microsoft is a big customer. Um, Google is a customer, which Google just, just turned profitable in their cloud segment. Um, Oracle is a customer. Amazon's a customer. So AMD does a lot of business for all the cloud providers. And the one thing that was very troubling was normally data centers like AMD depends on data center revenue. And to see data center revenue flat and see the operating margin down to 11% when it was 33%, that wasn't very, very good. The client segment, which is related to the, the, the chips that they make for CPUs, that was down 65% year over year because the PC market just hasn't been doing too well over the last couple of years. Remember, during the pandemic, everybody was working from home. Everybody was, was trying to rake in all of these computer, all these computers and all the, the things like that but from a technology perspective. And the market is just not good right now. So from a PC perspective, they weren't doing well. They were down year over year from a gaming perspective. Okay. So revenue was down 6% year over year. Operating margin was down 6%. The best segment that they had was their embedded segment. Now what their embedded segment is, that's their, their high performance computing products, right? So their high performance CPU, their high performance GPUs, that revenue was up 163% year over year and the operating margin was up 5% year over year. So they did very, very good in their, in their high performance, in their high performance situations, but they did not do very, very good in all of their other segments. So you may look at this situation. Like I said, guys, this is a surprise. AMD is really one of my favorite companies. It really is. And it really surprised me that the company didn't deliver in that way. And they're also expected not to deliver, you know, in the next quarter as well. I think that AMD, they may not do very well in the first half of this particular year. But I think that gives them the opportunity to pretty much come back in the second half and maybe outperform in the second half of the year, okay? Because think about this just from a technical perspective. From a technical perspective, right now, AMD is at $81 and some change. It's at $81 and some change, but the stock was up all the way to $102.43. And so when I look at that, AMD may have some more downside, right? It may have some more downside, but... This could be a good area for you to say, hey, the stock just dropped 9%. I see what's going on. The company has already gave me the news. Wall Street is already kind of trying to price in the news. This may give me an opportunity to kind of build a position and try to understand what's going on. DV asked a good question. He said, 
you think the focus is too much into the high performance sector you just said, 163% is huge. Well, I don't think that the focus is too much in that particular sector. And I'm and I'm personally going to tell you why. The reason why is because Qualcomm, a company I was going to talk about next, they reported earnings after the bill today and their stock dropped six and a half percent after hours and their phone chip sales fell 17 percent. So when you look at that, AMD didn't report very well. Qualcomm didn't report very well. You know, seeing that, seeing those two quality chip companies and the fact that they didn't report very well, it kind of tells me about what I can see from the semiconductor space. Like the semiconductor companies, they did very, very well from a performance perspective from January to now. You know, NVIDIA is up almost 100%, if not 100% this entire, this specific year. It's going to be very, very interesting to see what NVIDIA does in a couple of weeks when they report. So... I think that right now, I think that the semiconductor companies, they've had so much run, they've came up. I think now it's just time for them to, I think it's time for the semis to come back and pull back, which is good for the people that are not in NVIDIA, good for the people that are not in AMD, that are not in Qualcomm. That may give you an opportunity if you just pay attention to what's going on. You know, you know, you know, good companies, AMD is a very, very good company. But, you know, good companies are going to fall short every now and then. It's going to happen. Does it mean that AMD is, is not a good company? No. It just means they had a bad quarter. And, you know, they may be having a bad half. You know, it seems like, like the first half is not going to be very, very good for the company. But Dr. Lisa Su, who is the CEO of the company, I listened to their earnings call and she said, look, you know, we haven't done very well in the first quarter, but they are expecting things to pick up in the second quarter, which is something that you might want to pay attention to because everything has been running so much from a tech, from a technology perspective. And so we know that things have to slow down. So I want you to pay attention that I really want to tell you about AMD and Qualcomm. Also, the big dog, Apple. Apple is going to be reporting earnings on tomorrow. Now, it's going to be a very, very big earnings report because everybody is expecting a lot from Apple. You know, they're, they're expecting a lot. And to be honest, I don't know how to gauge the particular quarter. I don't know what's been going on from an iPhone sales perspective. They already said not to expect much from MacBooks, not to expect much from iPad. So I, I feel like what we need to expect from Apple is just kind of up in the air right now. I'm going to pay attention to what they say on the call about the things that, that they have said. And trust me, I am going to come back on here tomorrow and let you all know what Apple said on the call because it's going to be a very, very important call. Um, if we go ahead and shift gears right here, it's, it's no secret that that Apple is the, is the largest position in the S&P 500, right? There's, there is no particular secret to know that apple is the number one position in the s p 500 and if and i've got the chart pulled up right here and and i want you guys to just think about these particular levels right think about these particular levels the s p 500 has not been able to get over 4200 okay the s p 500 got to 4195 back in january and the S&P 500 this particular week got to 4186.92 but we were not able to get above that 4200 level 
Okay, that's resistance. Okay, like we just talked about, the Fed came out, they raised interest rates again. You know, the S&P 500 has been up about 6% year to date this particular year already. And so you have to ask yourself this question, if the S&P 500 has been doing so well, if the NASDAQ has been doing well, if tech has been doing well, should we expect some retracement in May? Should we expect some retracement in June? I think that we should expect some retracement, you know, because that's just how the market is going to be going in these particular cycles, in my particular opinion. So don't expect me personally. I wouldn't expect the S&P 500 to get to be getting over 4,200 any anytime soon. Does it mean we're coming down to 3,500? No, I think that the market is going to be into consolidation mode pretty much from now until maybe, you know, maybe mid-June, maybe mid-June, mid-July. I would say maybe the back half of July, and that may give us an opportunity to have a have a decent run in August and then come back down in September and October because that's just the market cycles that have been going on. So just keep that in mind right now. Watch the technicals. You know, there's so many things going on right now with the banks and things of that nature. Watch Bitcoin. You know, people, I think people have forgotten about Bitcoin for some reason. People have forgotten about Ethereum for some reason, but Bitcoin is trying to get above 30,000. They haven't been able to, but when it breaks above that 30,000 level, it may get to 33,000 very, very quickly. So those are just the things I want you to think about from a broad perspective, from a broad perspective, from a from an economic perspective. That's very, very important for us to understand, Right. Now, before I get out of here, before I get out of here very, very quickly, I just wanted to talk a little bit about the Fed, the Fed interest rate decision and what Jerome Powell was talking about today. So, again, the Fed raised interest rates again by 25 basis points and the Fed funds rate is now at a range from 5% to 5.25%. Now, just from a historical perspective, the range hasn't been this high since July 2006, and, and that was right before the financial crisis. Now, the interest rates getting so high, that has been affecting banks. We see a lot of regional banks that have been going under. JP Morgan just put in an offer for First Republic because the FDIC had to come in and shore up that, and, and they said, hey, we're going to give other banks the opportunity to swallow up these smaller banks. A lot of bigger banks are going to be putting in offers to swallow up those smaller banks. Interest rates are very, very high. Credit conditions are getting very, very tight. What is going to happen in the economy? That's why it's very, very important for us to pay attention to the jobs report. The jobs report is going to be coming out this particular Friday talking about the April jobs numbers. What were they? That's going to mean a lot to the economy. You know, like inflation is coming down. The rate of inflation is coming down. It's just not coming down as fast as everybody wants it to. And this is the thing. We have to put these things into perspective, okay? Put everything into perspective here for a second, all right? The rate of inflation is going to come down. It just may be a lot stickier and it may not come down as fast as what we wanted it to. But understand that inflation is going to come down. And now we just have to pay attention to what the Fed is doing. Pay attention to the interest rates. Pay attention to these earnings, things of that nature. We're going to continue to have opportunities in the stock market this particular year. 
Remember AMD. Remember Qualcomm. Pay attention to Apple. Just look at what's going on out here in the landscape, and that's going to give us an opportunity to pay attention. Look, again, technology. Technology has been doing outstanding in the first half. But we understand that things don't move in a straight line. The market is going to have to pull back and it's going to have to slow down. Okay, it's going to have to slow down at some particular point in time. So I appreciate y'all for tapping in for this particular live. It's been a minute since I've been on this <laughs> since I've been on here, but I wanted to come on here. I wanted to give y'all an update because I felt that this was going to be very, very important. Look, continue to stay tapped in. I made a big move in my long-term portfolio, a huge move in my long-term portfolio. If you want to know more about that move, pay attention, subscribe to the Trade For Yourself podcast because I'm going to be talking about that move. I'm going to be breaking down what happens along that way. We're running this back tomorrow again because we need to talk about Apple because everybody is going to want to know about what Apple has going on, what the Tim Cooks say, you know, what were the iPhone sales? This is what you need to pay attention to. What were the iPhone sales? Apple trades on iPhones. Look, we understand that Apple has services. They have the MacBook. They have the iPad. They have wearables. They have all the things that they're doing. We understand that. But Wall Street is going to be very, very disappointed if iPhone sales are down 10%. If iPhone sales are down 15%, I don't think they'll be down that much. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying they're going to be down that much. What I'm saying is Wall Street is going to be paying attention to those iPhone sales. Okay, pay attention to those iPhone sales. You said what time I'm going to be on? Look out for me to come on at 6.30. Look out, me, look out for me to come on at 6.30 p.m. Central Time. That'll give me time to listen to the earnings call, go through the report, um, give you guys the information that you need. Look, SPY, look, SPY probably is going to come under 400. It, it, it probably does need to come under 400 because think about it from this particular perspective, okay? Let's... Let's do let's do some technicals real quick. And and what I want to do is I want to do some math real quick. I want to do some real quick math. So SPY, ticker symbol SPY, the high of this year was 41831, y'all. 41831. Now, I've talked about before how I think that we need to kind of shift our mindset and kind of stop talking about a bear market. I, th I think we need to kind of stop talking about that. I think that we're in the process of kind of starting a new bull market. We're in that process right now, but it takes time for that to happen. Now, going back to what I just said, SPY was at 418.31, okay? If you just do a quick 10%, right? Let's do 10% from that, right? Let's take 10% from 418.31, right? Okay, where is that going to put SPY if we did a quick 10% from there, right? If you took a 10% decline from, from the high of the year, okay, that would bring SPY down to 377, okay? That would bring SPY all the way down to, to 377. Why did I just pick a random 10%? Because the market normally decreases by 10% every single year. The market normally does corrections. Like the market is going to have to correct at some point. A correction from a correction from the high of the year would bring us down to 377. So 377 is a possibility. That's just a quick calculation. 
you know, 400, it's going to be easy for the market to get back to 400 because 400 is a key level. Every Everybody is, is going to be making moves and, and moving and shaking around 400. So that's something that we need to pay attention to. Now, DV, you also asked this particular question. You said consolidation leads to an uproar in either direction. Yes, it does. It, it definitely does. And, you know, SPY is going to be, SPY has been consolidating and it's going to continue to consolidate. But once it makes the determination to go higher, like I said, 4,200, y'all, on, on SPX is a very, very key level. We haven't seen it yet. We haven't seen the market get above that since last year. Once we get above that 4,200 level, I definitely see the market going back to 4,300. Like that's key resistance because we haven't seen it in a long time. It hasn't even touched it. Like if I'm just, I'm just going back to my technicals real quick here. Let me look at SPY. If I look at SPY, SPY has not been above 420 since August of last year. So August of 2022, you know, I wouldn't expect I wouldn't expect us to get above 420 at all for the next, you know, couple of months. So keep all those levels in mind, y'all. I appreciate y'all for tapping in again. I had to come on here to give you all an episode to provide some value to you all for y'all to think about some things that are going on. Tap in with me. Remember, key portfolio update. Subscribe. Key portfolio update coming. We're going to walk you through what I did everything I'm going to be doing, all right? I'm going to tap in with y'all later.